your Bible up and say, this is my Bible. Say, I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. Say, I choose to do what it says I can do. Say, I have an open mind. I have a teachable spirit from this moment forward. Say, I'll never be the same. Shout it out. Never, never, never. In Jesus' name. Come on, give God one more big praise. Make it loud. Amen. Amen. How many believe this is going to be an incredible year? Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you, this is going to be an incredible, incredible year. And I hope you're not one of them people that's looking into the future going, well, I hope we make it. Because you're going to get left in the dust. I'm telling you, that, you know, in the prayer time and getting ready. I'm so excited about the fast this year. I'm telling you, man, there's some crazy stuff that's going to happen. And it's, going to, and it's not going to start. It's going to start in just a minute. Some of you guys coming up out of this water. Well, and you have to quote the 23rd Psalm while I hold you under. But if you make it out, glory to God. Hallelujah. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a radical year. Uh, uh, let me prophesy. Growth in every realm of your life. Right? You ready for growth? You ready for you, you got to you, you know what? If you don't prepare for it, then, then when, when the blessing of God comes, you don't have the character developed to sustain it. I think a lot of times, you know, God does all kinds of great things and we, we have it for a minute. Come on. You ever been in one of them prayer lines and they, they prayed for you and, man, you were, you were, like, easy to get along with for about half an hour. And, and, you know, you had control of your anger and everything. You, you looked over there and there's a guy you can't stand. And, and, and you just, you know, you felt like, shoot, I'll go ahead and ride home with him. I mean, you live with him. So you get in the car and, and you head towards the house and you do pretty good for a while, but you can't sustain that thing. Well, get prepared. Get in the Word. Get yourself in prayer. Get yourself positioned to hang on. Because I'm telling you, what God's going to pour into your life, you don't want it running through your fingers. I'm telling you, this is, this, we are, we are going to have an amazing year. Amen. I'm, I, I believe it with every fiber of my being. I, dude, I'm going to have to backslide to go to bed tonight. I'm excited about what God's doing. As we receive the revelation of what it is that God's called us to, what he wants to do in us. And, you know, one of the reasons we're fasting, um, you know, and, and I know, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, you know, you, 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 you're just launching out. Maybe this is one of the first times you fasted or, and, and you're thinking, wow, you know, I bet this is going to be a great diet. You know, you do the Daniel fast. This is going to be a great diet. Listen, one of the byproducts is you go, you're going to lose some pounds. Okay. But that ain't why we're doing it, right? We're, we're doing it to see some chains broken and, and, and uh, to see some people liberated and, and health flowing. And, and, and we're doing it so that God has the, the ability to speak clearly to our life so that we know kind of the how-to for the year, what to do uh, to accomplish his will in our life and in our home and in our family and in our city. And we're taking ourselves off the throne and letting God rule and reign, right? And, and we're just kind of saying, okay, you know, uh, I, I got to tell you something. I, I'm kind of strong-willed. <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, and, and, and to give God permission to be on the throne. You know, just take this time. You know, uh, I, matter of, I, I'll put another challenge out to you because, you know, it just hit me this week. It's just kind of weird. Just and you know you do what you want with it, but but it's just kind of weird, you know, to 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 say you know what I'm going to do this year. I, I'm I'm going to start the year off right. And I'm going to put God 
first, starting the second. Because, uh, you know, I, I've got a pizza coming on the first. <laughs> and, well, you know, I don't do what you want. But I would, I, I would even make a challenge to some of you tonight to change your plan. Kind of like we did, you know, a couple Wednesdays ago when we said, look, you didn't come prepared to get baptized. But if God speaks to you tonight, would you? And 16 people crawled in that tank. I, I just, you know, you didn't plan to start the first. But uh, if God spoke to you. I'm just saying, you know, could you actually put him first on the first? Just a thought. Let's read the Bible. This thing's not bulletproof. I got to hurry. People looking at me real funny now. Acts, Acts 10, 38. Acts 10, 38. We're, we're, we're going we're to launch into the new year with a new series called Bodybuilders. And we're going we're gonna to build the body. We're going to build the way that God wants us to build. And, and that fasting thing, you know, is just kind of the ultimate diet for a bodybuilder in the spirit realm. But tonight, I just want to take a couple of minutes and, and just uh, touch on just a couple of thoughts that I think is really going to help us. And in Acts 10, 38, it says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. God was with him. God anointed Jesus. You, you believe that? God anointed Jesus. Do you understand he's anointed you too? And, uh, you know, sometimes in our, uh, you know, turning the Greek to, to, to English, you know, and we, we put stuff together to kind of help us read it, and, and, but it's not really there in the original. And, and a lot of times those conjunctions aren't there, uh, you know, ands. It doesn't really read that way, you know. And God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. And he went about doing good and healing. He went about doing good healing. He went about doing good healing. And as he, healing was the byproduct of his doing good. He went about doing good. He went about doing good. Jesus went about, he was anointed with Holy Ghost and power. That and could probably, it probably, you could probably read it correctly and say, God anointed Jesus with Holy Ghost power. Shonda. That is freak out the visitors, won't it? Okay. Okay. Tie my bow tie. Okay. He, you know, some of us, we're under the impression that if we get the Holy Ghost, something weird's going to happen. No, something powerful's going to happen. Because you're going you're to be empowered by, by the same Spirit. See, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead comes and begins to operate in your life. And, uh, you know, I'm telling you that God can do in you some stuff you couldn't dream of doing. You know, uh, Paul, Paul said in Philippians, he said, I am uh, ready for and equal to anything that comes my way. I can handle anything. This is a guy who handled some stuff. You know, in prison, getting beaten and, you know, all kind I mean, stuff. We, 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 you know, somebody doesn't do what we want them to and we're having a bad day. This guy, I mean, he endured some junk. And he said, I, I can handle anything. I'm ready for and equal to anything that comes my way through Christ who infuses me with an inner strength. You get the Holy Ghost power operating in your life. Acts 1, 5, I think it is, 1, 8, 1, one of those. It says, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come apart. There's a purpose for this power. There's a purpose for the power. Look, you never say there's a purpose for the power. And, and, and Jesus un, uncovered it, you know, because he, he went about doing good. He wanted, well, that's the purpose of the power. Let me tell you why God's empowered you with the Holy Spirit. It's not to make you weird. It's to make you effective so you can actually do good. 
right? So you can do good no matter what's going on. You, you, you can do good. Look at your neighbor and say, how you doing? Look back and say, I'm, I'm doing good, right? Going about doing good, doing good. Romans 12, and, uh, you know, there's, I'm, I'm just going to read the whole chapter uh, because this is the only Bible some of you ever get. So let's just read. So, no, there's a couple of points here I want to make, and I'm going to kind of rush through the scripture, but, but I just want you to see this. So, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your body to God because of all he's done for you. I, I want you to notice that it says, give to God because of all he's done. You're not, we're, we don't give to God to try to get him to do something. Right? I think it's really vital that we understand it. That we, we're not giving our life or money or time or resources. You know, we ain't giving that to get something. We're doing that because of what we got. Right? Uh, I'm not giving, you know, I don't sow financially so that God will meet my needs. I sow financially because God has met my needs. Right? And so he said, you know, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. And, you know, you King James folks, just hang with me. Uh, you know, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. This just breaks it down a little bit, you know, that you would give your body to God because of what he's done for you. And, and let them be a living and holy sacrifice. Let your life be a holy, living sacrifice. Living and holy. Holy. Holy is, is just simply means a cut above. Right? A cut above. Other than. Other than. It's just a cut above. It's just that you, 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 you are more than enough. Right? You, you're, you, you got the Holy Ghost in you, in you. The Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is living in you. Trust me. You can do what God's asked you to do and, and, you, and some. Right? So you can love your neighbor and his kids. Cut above. Right? Look at your neighbor and say, cut him up. Huh. Okay. Uh, be, a, be a living, holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship God. Let, look at this next one. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. You know, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, God wants to change the way you think. Right? He needs to, all of us, we have a tendency to think that we're right. And every once in a while, we're right. But not very often. Come on. You know, it, without God, you're going to think you're right and then find out, oops, you know, that wasn't working. But God wants to change the way you think. His, his thoughts are higher. His ways are higher. And, and Isaiah says it's an invitation to come up to his way of thinking. And God wants to share his thoughts. You know, he wants to share his insight, his revelation. He wants to, he wants to pour wisdom in. He wants to turn the light on. He's called us out of darkness and translated us into the marvelous light of his dear son. He's called us out of darkness. That darkness is, is when you don't have insight, when you, don't, when you can't see. You don't know what to do. You can't handle it. You don't know how. But he's called us out of darkness and into the marvelous light, incredible Insight and revelation so that even on days that you shouldn't know what to do, suddenly you know what to do. You know what to do when you don't know what to do because he's infusing you by his spirit. And uh, he's changing the way you think. And then you're going to learn to know God's will for you. And God's will for your life is good. I said God's will for your life is good. 
You don't have to be afraid of the will of God. You want to embrace the will of God. You want God's will. Don't think that God's will means that you ain't ever going to have any more fun or you're going to be separated from all the cool people. No, God's will is good. I mean, look at who you're with now. Say, rocking. Okay, you know, here, this is awesome. We get to be with each other. God's will for your life is pleasing. It's perfect. It's not lacking anything. Nothing messing. Nothing broken. God's will for your life. We got it on the wall. God's plan. His will is to prosper you, not harm you. To give you hope. To give you future. God's plan for your life. You want God's plan. Amen. We're going to read fast. Next. Because of the privilege and authority that God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you're better than you really are. Let that hang out there for a minute. I know what you're thinking. Well, I'm sure glad he's here. I think it's somebody else in the room. No, no, we're talking to you. Okay. Don't, 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 don't think, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought. Right. Be honest in your evaluation of yourself, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given you. This, this year, let's be who God's called us to be. Me. I want to be who God's called me to be, and and, and not be worried about how everybody else is doing. You know, well, if they do, don't even worry about it. Just, just, just deal with you. Look at verse 4. Uh, just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a specific function, so it is with Christ's body. We're many parts of one body. We all belong to each other, right? And in his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. By the way, God wants you to do well. He, he want, he want, what you do, you need to do well, right? I said what you do. You've you got to realize that you need to do it well. Right? You, you, need to, you need to make God look good. Come on. We, 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 what we do, what we do, we, we want to do our best to do it well, right? To, 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 to give the best we got So it's because it's for God. And if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God's given you. If uh, in his grace, if God's given us different gifts. No, faith, next, next one. If your gift is serving, serve well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If you're an encourager, be encouraging. Look at your neighbor and say, I hope that's your gift. Okay. Uh, if it's giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership, then take it seriously. You know, come on, engage. Be who God's called you to be. If you have a gift for showing kindness, do it gladly. Be happy about it. Don't just pretend to love others, but really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tight to what is good. Everybody say, hold tight to what is good. Right? You got, guys, I've got to tell you something. Good stuff is slippery. Right? If you get a hold of good stuff and it's gone, you, you know, hold, hold on tight. Hold on tight. Hold on tight. Look at verse 10. Love each other with genuine affection. Take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Come on. Here, here's, here's a challenge for the year. You stop being lazy. Serve God enthusiastically. Okay? It's get ready to serve God. Listen, if we're going to have radical growth, then you're probably going to have to work. In the body, even. Hello? Right? More services means more ushers, more greeters, more children's workers, more, you know, right? But we're reaching more people and, and, and well, it's all about numbers. You're just all about numbers. I'm about souls, right? Want, want, I want as many as we can get, right? We're going to impact the city, so, so 
Look at your neighbor and say, don't be lazy. Rejoice. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble. Be patient in trouble. Keep on praying. That's, that's my word to you getting baptized tonight when you're under the water. Be patient. God's, when God's people are in need, be ready to help. Always eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. God's going to change the way you think. Right? Why? Well, here we go. Bless those who persecute you. If no one's persecuting you, you need to leave your house. Don't curse them. But pray that God pray. Look, God's way is so different. Right? Bless people who persecute and pray that God will bless them. Pray, pray that God, be happy when others are happy. Weep with those who weep. Check this out. Live in harmony with each other. Come on, try that at home. It'll fix a lot of stuff. Serious. Well, it's not that easy. Well, with you, it's not, but we can do it. You can do it. Look at your neighbor and say, you can do it. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil, but do things in such a way that everyone can see you're honorable. Do all that you can to live at peace with everyone. Not You can't always be at peace, but do all that you can. Have you done all that you can to be at peace? Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, saith the Lord. God's going to handle it. But listen, if your enemy is hungry, feed them. Jesus was empowered with Holy Ghost power. And he went about doing good. Let me tell you what's happening when you're feeding your enemy. You're doing good. This is what you've been empowered by God. Holy Ghost power is what it's for. So that you have the power to do what you wouldn't have done had it not been for the Holy Ghost power that you have received. And it's proof that you got it because now you're doing what you never would have done had you not been empowered by the Holy Ghost to do it. If your enemy's hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. In doing this, oh, I like this part. You know, we, we look at this, you're going to heap burning coals of shame upon their head. <laughs> that's not what that's not the, it's not the way it's written okay it feels good but it's not the way it's written okay if your enemy's hungry feed him don't poison him feed him if he's thirsty don't drown him give him a drink and you're gonna by doing this you're heaping burning coals you know uh you can talk to some of the bible scholars later but you know it, it's like at night when they would leave they'd take coals out of the fire and put them in a basket and they'd carry them on their head so that when they got to where they were going they would already have fire so that they didn't have to figure out how to create a fire after they got to where they're going because they are not staying here right so before you go you know it's at christmas time when you're sending them home the holiday's over you about ready to leave can i help you pack your stuff to the car Tell me you know what I mean. 
And so you give them fire so that when they get to where they're going, they got it. It's not, I'm hoping your head burns off. Come on, you know, because we get all spiritual about this stuff, and we read that, and we're like, finally, burning cools a shame. Okay, look at the 21. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. We're going to leave this one up for just a minute. Don't let evil conquer you. Conquer evil by, conquer evil by, one more time. Conquer evil by, okay, Jesus was anointed with Holy Ghost power, and he went about doing good. How do you conquer evil? Well, you conquer evil by doing good. And you're doing good because you've been anointed of God with Holy Ghost power so that you can go about doing good, okay? You can go about doing good. You can feed your enemy. You can give him a drink. You can bless him when he, when he curses you. You can, you can love the unlovely and the unlovable. You can do it. Why? Because you've been infused with power. You're anointed of God. To, to do it. Don't, don't let evil conquer you. And, and, you know, most of us, when we read this verse, when we're thinking about evil conquering you, know, I don't know what pictures shoot through your mind, but today I, I asked several people today and yesterday what that meant to them. And in every situation they talk about, you know, uh, you know when, when, someone's, when someone's, you know, stolen from you or, or uh, they've said things to you or against you or, or, or you know, you're dealing with stuff outside that don't, don't let that get you, but, 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 but tackle that by doing good. The word evil here it literally means this. Uh, that word evil means to think wrong, feel wrong, or do wrong. It's not what's going on out there. It's what's going on in here. And, and to be conquered means to, to surrender your victory. So really what he's saying is he's teaching us something that we've, we've got to get this. That you've been empowered by Holy Ghost power so that you will not surrender your victory by allowing yourself to think wrong, feel wrong, or do wrong. And he's empowered you so that you can sustain your victory by doing good. And as you do good, you will destroy the power that the enemy has. And that he's trying to use to separate you from the will and the plan that God has for your life. If your enemy's hungry, what do you do? Feed it. You know what's crazy? It's Psalms 23. You, you know, think about it. We, we got it? Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Look, he makes me. He, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leaves me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He does some good stuff for me. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because I know how to overcome evil. I don't to be afraid of evil. I know how to overcome evil. I just do good, for thou art with me. Jesus was anointed with Holy Ghost power and went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him, for thou art with me. I know you're with me because you've anointed me, and I'm doing good, and I'm not afraid of evil. I'm conquering evil. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Check it out. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Haven't, haven't most of your life you thought that that table in the presence of your enemies was a place where you sat down and said, <laughs> I'm eating and you're not. <laughs> Come on. Nainer. <laughs> Sucks to be you. No, no. That isn't for you. He prepares a table for you in the presence of your enemies. Why? So you can feed him. 
If your enemy's hungry, feed him. And God said, I'll even prepare the table. God's going to give you what you need to do good in every situation. And you're, oh, come on, somebody. I'm telling you, there, there's, there's, there's an explosive power that's going to be released in your world. God prepares a table. I have not seen, ear hath not heard, neither has it entered the heart of any man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Prepared, made ready in advance. He knows where you're headed. He's leading you. You know, maybe one thing that you ought to remember is that all things work together for. Yeah, but think about it. Think about it. We are going to go about doing good. All things work together for good. Everything's worked together to get you to the spot so you could do good. What are you whining about? What are you complaining about? Well, they hurt me. Right, that's what hurt people do. Hurt people hurt people. And since they hurt you, now you are now aware that they are hurting. Since you now know that they're hurt, now you can bless them because they hurt you. And you can do good, which will bring healing to the hurting. Because you've been healed and healed people heal people. I mean, you've got a decision to make. God said, I'm putting in front of you death and life, blessing and cursing. I hope you choose life. I hope you do what's right because I've prepared for you. I've made ready in advance. I, you don't know the thing. No eye has seen, no ear has heard. It hasn't entered the heart of anybody. The things which God has prepared for those that love him and who are called according to his purpose. Let, let me just tell you this. I, I just need like, like one or two more minutes, okay? Look at your neighbor and say, okay, we're, we're almost there. Tell him. Okay? He, he's prepared it. He's made it ready for those who love God. Who, and are called to his purpose. Look at First Peter 2, and we're going to look at verse 18. Start there, 2.18. And it says, you guys, you who are slaves, employees, you know, uh, children. <laughs> okay, you who are slaves, accept the authority of your master. Do what they tell you, not only if they're kind and reasonable, but even if they're cruel. Why? Because I've infused you with Holy Ghost power. You can handle it. Stop your whining. Quit complaining. Just do what I've asked you to do. For God is pleased with you when you do what you know is right and patiently endure, endure unfair treatment. That really shouldn't be in the Bible, should it? God is pleased with you. That can't be right. That can't be right. Look at the next one. Of course, you don't get credit for being patient if you're beaten for doing what's wrong. You had that coming. But if you suffer for doing good and endure it, God's pleased. Look at this. For God called you to do good. Even if it means suffering. What's your calling? To do good. You've been called out of darkness into the marvelous light of his son. Why? So you can go about doing good. This is your calling. To do good. You don't have an excuse not to do good because God has already gone ahead of you and prepared things for you. Because you love him and you're called to his purpose. Well, what's the calling? The calling is that you can do good. So he's prepared everything that you need so that when he gets you to where he's taking you, you are equipped and to do good. Well, I want, I want the storm to stop. It will then do good. Maybe, maybe. You, you know, there's a dude named Jonah. And he was a, kind of a living example that the length of your storm is the measure of, of the level of your stubbornness. Oh, what if that's true in your world? That the length of your storm is a measurement of the level of your stubbornness. 
that maybe if you just stop and do good, you could end all this trauma. Maybe you could have a peaceful habitation, a secure dwelling, a quiet resting place if you just go home and do good, even if you suffer for it. Because he's your example, and you've got to follow in his steps. Real quick, keep going. He didn't sin. What is it to sin, to wander off the trail, to miss the mark? He just kept doing good, didn't he? He, he, just, he just kept doing good. He didn't deceive anyone. Well, what, what, how does that fit with doing good? Well, because he wasn't doing good to get something, because that would be deception. He would do, did good to do good, because that's what he was going about doing. He was doing good. He wasn't doing good to get something. That would be deception. See, to, that would be, you, you ain't blessing to be a blessing. You're blessing to get blessed. You're hoping that if you say the right thing, that she'll give you what you want tonight. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that ain't going to work. You're just breaking it down. And then you wonder how come there ain't no peace in your house. It's because we're living foolishly. You've got to do good because it's your, you've been called of God. You were, you were rescued from the jaws of hell so that you could do good. And we're, we're, we're kind of under the impression that, that if we live this life right, that we're going to get everything we want. God, I'm going to tell you something. That you can't turn off the flow of the blessing of God if you're not trying to get the flow of the blessing of God. Let me say that again. You, 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 can't, you can't stop the flow of the goodness of God if you're not trying to get the flow of the goodness of God. But if you are trying to manipulate God or people, it backfires every time. Because you ain't blessing because you want to do good. You, uh, there was a guy that came to Jesus. The Bible says that he was an expert in the law which is kind of what most church people are in our culture, experts in the law. You talk about healing, you want to talk about prosperity, you want to talk about God will, everybody wants to argue because they're experts in the law. And the expert in the law came to Jesus and he, he made a statement. He said, talking about eternal life, what must I do to get eternal life? Well, there's the problem. What must I do to get the life you've been called to live by God is that you ain't doing to get nothing. You're just doing good because that's what I live to do. What, what do I, I got to do? You ain't got to do nothing. But God's been so good that I can't help doing good. Uh, I'm telling you, if you can get a revelation... If you can understand that the way to build the body, the way to build your inner man, the way, the way to conquer evil, to, to, to change the way you think, the way they feel, the way they make your choices, is to simply just make a decision. I'm, I'm going to live to do good. I'm going to live to do good. A couple of times every day, at, at, least, at least three times every day, you need to, you need to be making this statement. How, how may I help you? You need to be asking somebody, need a hand with that? Can, can I help you? Can I help you? You know, we live in a society that's just so blind to these insane opportunities that we have to do good. Just to do good. Just, just want to bless you. Just want to bless you. And to allow God to work on us to remove the strings that are on our heart. You know, well, I, I, gave, I gave to adopt a family. 
They probably didn't even need it. They probably had more than we did. Oh, you missed the whole point. You're doing good because that's how we roll. We just want to do good. Hello? God's called you. He's empowered you. He's prepared for you. There's no more excuses. You don't have an excuse to not do good. You can, you can do good. You, you can do good. You can do good. You know what? You want to have a great year? Do good this year. Do, do good this year. How, how are you going to do this year? I'm, I'm going to do good. I'm going to do good. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to get so addicted to doing good that, uh, that you know, that I'm telling you right now that, that, you know, when you're getting out of bed, you ought to be making a mental list. Okay. Okay. Uh, who, who are we inviting over for dinner? Because <laughs> we're going to feed our enemies. When I, when I, make, make, make sure that when you see it, you know, you just carry a, a, a case of, of, of water in the car, handing out bottles. Give them a drink. And you break the power that the enemies had to wreak havoc in your world. Hello? You want some spiritual victory? Don't do what you want to do. Do what he said to do. Do good. So there's some folks tonight that are going to come and, and they're going to they're, they're make a, a public declaration of, of, of an inward work that God has done in their life. And they're going to they're step into this, in, into this pool. And uh, they're, they're going to be uh, baptized in death and death and come up out of the water like re- resurrection. And they're, they're, they're making a public statement of the goodness of God in their life. And, you know, I, I just want to tell you something. This, what, a great, what a great way to launch into the year because, you know, uh, it is a good thing when we do what God's Word tells us to do. And, you know, the Bible, t- the Bible teaches us to, to, to be baptized, you know, and, and, and just like Jesus was baptized. And j- when Jesus was baptized, the Spirit came down like a dove. And, and I'm telling you, I'm believing God for some miraculous things tonight as, as you folks go into the water. So I'm, I'm going to ask those who are, who are about to be baptized, what I'd like you to do is just stand up and come line up right up across the front here, and we're going to pray for you all at once. Uh, but just come and, and, and stand up here, and the guys are going to get ready and, and, uh, to help you. And, uh, hey, Stephen, will you help me with this? You probably ought to move it. Just stand up across there. What a great, what a great looking group of people, huh? It's awesome. Let's go ahead and just, just press in, figure out, figure, figure out a way to let everybody get up there. You know. Uh, and by the way, if you if you are taking pictures, and they probably told you if you're taking pictures tonight and you want to stand, we'll 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 make them go that way, and you can get shot, and, and uh, you know you can you, you have plenty of time while they're under to come. You know. Uh, I, I'm gonna. Uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna just hand you the mic, and I just you know just share your name and, and a short testimony. Just. Uh, you know, what, what are you doing? And if you don't know what to say, just say, I'm doing good. Okay, okay, okay. You good? You good? <laughs> doing good? Doing good. I'm Bree, and um, I'm getting baptized because I'm ready to walk by God, and I want everyone to know it. Hey, everyone. My name is Tyler. I'm 19 years old. I was reborn when I was six years old. And just want to feel the grace of God 
just make a difference. This is for the public. I'm here for you. I hope I inspire somebody. I love you all. I'm a servant, servant of God, Jesus freak. <laughs> I'm Angel, and I'm getting baptized because um, I know God has a blessed and amazing future planned out for me, and this is just a step in that direction. And um, the 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 victory happened um, in 2008 for me, so I'm just up here making a an outward um, declaration that no weapon formed against me will prosper. Uh, I'm Chris, and uh, I got saved when I was really little. Uh, I don't really remember exactly the year, but um, I've been baptized before, and I'm not sure if I understood why um, then as much as I do now. And uh, I've just been dealing with some things, um, inner turmoil and, and not feeling comfortable about who I am in God and who I am in Christ. And First Peter talks about um, the reason that we get baptized is for um, to conquer inner fears and doubts and for peace. And so I'm here for peace in my own life. My name is Alex, and I wish I had the words that he has. <laughs> Everything he said applies to me, too. But I want to be reborn again for my family, make me a better Christian, a better father, and a better husband. Hi, I'm Jennifer. Um, I joined this church a little over a year, little over a year ago and was born again. <laughs> um, the peace that I've gained in this last year has been phenomenal. It's, it's been completely life-changing, and this commitment just adds to, and, and I want to build from that forward. I'm Nakia. I'm 14. <laughs> I got saved when I was 10, and I'm doing this to show people physically what God has done to me spiritually. I'm Heather. Uh, I'm getting baptized tonight to show everyone my walk with Jesus Christ. Uh, hi, I'm Shalane, and I'm 21, and I'm getting baptized tonight because I'm ready to give myself to God completely. So. I'm Jamie, and the last few years have just been amazing, and I've been blessed so much by God. I'm just ready for the new season. My name's Dave, and a few years ago, I called God out, and then he called me out. Uh, now I'm here to publicly demonstrate it. I'm Greg, and I'm being baptized tonight because I want to join with my Lord and Savior, Jesus. I'm Chandler, and I uh, I'm getting baptized because I believe it's something you're supposed to do. I'm Shauna, and I'm getting baptized to share with everybody that knows me how important God is to me. Uh, I'm Kaba, and I'm getting baptized to solidify my commitment to God.
Okay, the worship team's going to come. We're going to get we're going to get ready, okay? And, and we're just going to worship uh, as they come. And guys, when, when you get in the water, we're we're going to pray for you, and uh, we're believing God for an outpouring of Holy Ghost power. Amen, guys. Tonight, uh, just realize what a what a huge step this is, and what what an awesome victory that's taking place in their life and in yours. We're many members, but one body. Amen. So, so this is this is your world. This is your life, your body. So celebrate, worship God with everything you got tonight, and, and let's believe God for great things. Amen. Come on, and if you want, you can stand up. If you want to take pictures, you can take pictures. Guys, let's just be free in here tonight. Amen. Let's celebrate with these guys. All right? Yeah. All your promises won't let go of me. All your promises won't let go of me. Come on. Yeah. I surrendered my life to your ways And I have learned what it means to obey In Jesus my heart has been changed by you yeah. I am walking the path you have made And I am seeking the truth every day and Jesus, my heart has been changed by you. I couldn't walk away if I tried. Cause your love is better than life in the sun shining bright. And it just won't set. Cause your love is alive and it lights my step. My heart is amazed every day through the next. Your joy 